Hi there and welcome to episode 124 of the ADHD Adults Podcast. I'm James Brand, the man whose version of Madonna's borderline of the staff karaoke party made so many people vomit they thought the entire pub had caught norovirus. And as usual, I'm joined by Dr. Alex Connor, who, let's face it, doesn't have a personality. And of course, Mrs. ADHD, who... Uh, disorder. Alex, hi. Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening, James. Good evening. You know, you know, the worst thing that's ever happened to me is remembering why you do these hellos. Because for about, about, yes, the worst thing. life you've led. Exactly. No, no, because the pet just, you can't feel what I feel inside my head, even though you have too much empathy and it kills me when he does these things. Now I've remembered why. Are you irked by it? Like you said in the first podcast, when you were pretending to be someone you're not. Fuck off. Fuck. Don't you irk me, Dr. Connor. Go (laughs) fuck off. And when you get there, fuck off some more. Um, Mrs. ADHD, hi. Hello, I'm borderline as to whether you have a personality at all, James. That was a joke on text <laughs> last night, and James said you used that did. tomorrow, so I have. Yeah, yeah straight well, away, well done though. For expla- yeah, well done for explaining yeah, the whole the wa- mechanism. Because I remembered it. Yeah, I remembered it, so I had to You, you didn't have to it. include and then the words. I had words. to tell people that it didn't genuinely come to me now. Oh, because it's the honesty. Yeah, honesty, yeah, honesty, yeah. yeah. So how are you I both? I can tell by the delivery, though, as well, to be fair. Probably, yeah, yeah, probably. I'm... Much better now than I was earlier in the week. Thank you, James, as and are you. You'll probably explain that on Friday's episode, won't you? Excellent. And Alex, he says very tiredly, how are you? I'm excellent. Thank you, James. Yes, very excited to be here. Numbers on this podcast are high, but if I'm honest, those numbers are based on plays more than downloads on the new Spotify algorithm compared to the Buzzsprout approach, which changes the metrics, but not materially the impact to the listeners one of whom sent us a letter what sorry what, what's happening you understand tech all of a sudden no. jesus no sam and james i mean the tech guy told the sam tech. and me yesterday how it works <laughs> and i wrote it down so i can say it i don't know what any of those words mean <laughs> that's right james the letters from the government <laughs> 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 to sort of um, we've had a letter it says it is from Robert. It says, <laughs> it made me laugh to read writing this. What, I mean, Robert, I heard your episode in dyslexia and dyscalculia. James didn't have those as a child because, because the legal support for educational needs of those with learning difficulties was first established in the UK in the 1886 Idiots Act. And James was already well over 100 by then. He goes on to clarify, James, because he's a Dracula, you see. <laughs> Question, question. If I'm older than my dad, yeah, was how did I end up in that family? He's a Dracula. Oh, he's a Dracula too. Yeah, okay. I think so. so it's the only way I can pass this. I thought about it myself. Him on d- December the eleventh, mm. two thousand and twenty-two. Yeah, conf- I appreciate. Anyway, hang on, hang on, hang on. Idiots act. No, I know. Yeah, it, I'm not making that up. It followed the ninth, the eighteen, I think, forty-six Lunacy Act. And then, I mean, I remember honestly, this, the 1886 Idiots Act was devised actually as a positive thing, would you believe, to separate wow. mental health from learning difficulties. And wow. they referred to them as lunatics and idiots, which, you know, again, should be the name of our podcast if you think about it. <laughs> I, I, I self-identify as both of those things. No, really <laughs> shocking pejorative words, really awful, wow. but true and real. We've had a real letter. Can I read it out? Please. No. 
I don't know who put this one in. We can only <laughs> imagine. It's from Gritty RSD. It says, great job again by the tech guy. I'm impressed by the transition they've made to Spotify with the video. Super distracting in a good way. So nearly made myself late enjoying watching Dracula Typhoon and balloon emojis. Thanks for that. The stats guy can see how valuable you are to the platform. Please be kind to the script guy, ADHD adult James. They are producing amazing content. <laughs> this is what happens when you allow the script guy to do the scripting at short notice, isn't it? Is the script guy sometimes decides on parts of the content. The problem is when all those people are obviously poorly qualified interns. I think that's obvious. <laughs> Internationally, James, really good question. Ooh. We are. If I check my notes, can you hear it? Yeah. Yeah. It's can. horrible. It's, By it's exactly amazing. one country to 164 countries. What <gasps> are the chances they aren't very high? This no. week's country is almost certainly not Thailand. I can't believe we haven't done Thailand yet. Ding. Ding. So a hearty, oh, come on. I don't think you recognise these as letters. Shvesti Lea Yindi Chiksenrab. I'm so sorry. To the overseas Terrible. English teacher in, in Nonteburi who, who teaches impressionable young people how to swear in English as an English teacher. He would not pass a DBS check, though, in England, <laughs> let's be honest. That is a, that is a good, good use um maybe the only good use of this podcast anyway yeah as usual this bald-headed man who fat shames people of a podcast is a tragedy in three parts what what does that which, mean? i'll tell you afterwards <laughs> we choose a theme last week was about adhd and the three d's um alex i can see no at well alex took out the apostrophe it looks like there didn't you alex no, I didn't. Did you? you weren't supposed to read that bit out. It was just that oh, okay. I, you took out the apostrophe because you, you're learning grammar. <laughs> well, slowly. Only 300 years and I'm getting there. And uh, this week we're talking about ADHD and borderline personality disorder, also known as BPD, which just confuses all of those, those of us with bipolar disorder. So when we get letters saying, can you do something on BPD? We always have to say, do you mean borderline personality disorder or bipolar disorder? <laughs> Well, thanks to Aliwood, Sophie and Reeb for suggesting the topic or a related one and anybody else that has got in touch. Right. As usual, the three parts include the Hugh Edwards of evidence, Alex the psycho education Hello. monkey, telling us all about the topic, our personal reflections on the theme, and then some serious Gabby Loganing at the end. Um, the mouse isn't working. So, Alex... You made up a personality in 1997 to make people feel you were human in rabbit ears. Tell us about ADHD and borderline personality disorder. Do you remember when you said uh, inverted commas early in the podcast? I know, fucking hell. Terrible. Right, before I start, I, if I could personally do this, I would banish the term borderline personality disorder from all things medical. I don't think it's helpful. I think it's misogynist, but also wrong. I can't do that. So fuck it, here's some psychoeducation. Depending on your point of view of personality disorder, they're not, they're not accepted medically around the world. Before the 1960s, personality disorder were viewed as unreliable diagnosis of limited clinical utility. How many are there? Well, that's, yeah, exactly. To avoid mm. too long a boring list, <laughs> there are lots, but they are semi-helpfully clustered into, uh, not as long, but still boring list of three of them three clusters cluster a is appearing odd or eccentric 
<laughs> plus to be is a, appearing dramatic, emotional, erratic. Plus to see is characterised by appearing anxious or fearful. So, you know, the three of They're us... They're all women, <laughs> then. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. And the three of us. <laughs> Odd, eccentric, dramatic, emotional, erratic, anxious and wow. fearful. Fucking hell. I, mean, I think that's the human condition. Anywho, for the, I've got to be not yeah. too negative. I, I will be. Yeah. For the purposes of this podcast, we're interested in cluster B, appearing dramatic, emotional, or erratic, as it contains within it another boring list of three or four sort of things. A, antisocial, social irresponsibility, disregard for others, deceitfulness, manipulation of others for personal gain. Two, histrionic, attention-seeking excessive emotionality, and trois, narcissistic, self-grandiosity, need for admiration, lack of empathy, or as James calls that, Tuesday. Is that too far? (laughs) That feels too far. No, 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 no. (laughs) And there is also, which is like sort of four, borderline, which includes inner emptiness, unstable relationships, emotional dysregulation, What I took from that is you can't be asked to count. Am I, am I wrong? Um, well, you're always wrong, James. But about that, no. <laughs> so there are loads of these then. And we're doing an episode on this one. Are we going to do an episode on all of these? <laughs> yeah, c- because we might run out of ideas. We we have <laughs> 384 suggestions in, in our inbox. Uh, all, as it is, <laughs> so they're, they're get, probably already get, there. Get, get on with it. <laughs> So the DSM-5 that we bang on about, which is the big book of actually conservative psychiatry, defines the main features of borderline personality disorder. I'm going to call that BPD for the rest of this, but obviously Mm -hmm. it's not bipolar. The main features as a pattern of instability in interpersonal relationships, in self-image and emotions. Marked impulsivity characterized by a pervasive pattern of instability and hypersensitivity in interpersonal relationships, in self-image, extreme mood fluctuations and impulsivity. Do any of those sound familiar? Wow. (laughs) I know. As James hasn't interrupted yet. Uh, uh... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Patients with borderline personality disorder generally dislike being alone. Oh, God. They can make frantic efforts to avoid abandonment and to generate crises in order to draw people to them. This can include, and I'm doing a trigger warning klaxon here because we don't, even though we don't really like them, suicidal Mm. gestures, and that can invite rescue and care by others. When patients with BPD feel that they're being abandoned or neglected, they can feel intense anger or fear. They can be panicky or angry when someone cancels on them or does something to leave them feeling abandoned. And they they think that this means they're bad. They fear abandonment partly because they do not want to be alone. This is just inside of my head. You know that, right? This whole thing. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Really? <laughs> yeah, this pretty much. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. Um, when you have when you've masked your whole life, like people, a lot of people with ADHD, I think. I think all these feelings of when people realise who I am, they will hate me, could be, and is commonly in the literature mixed up with, with BPD, which is one of the reasons I dislike it. So w- wonderful personal reflections, which we'll do in part two. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> people with BPD can change their view of others 
really quickly, really dramatically. And they can idolize, let's say, a partner in early in the relationship, demanding time, demanding the attention, feel, and then suddenly feeling that person doesn't care enough. And that quickly can become disillusionment. So anger, sometimes it can lead to abuse. This shift reflects a kind of black and white thinking. Either everything is good or everything is bad. Oh, what about anger? It says in the script, what about anger? I wasn't really listening, I'm sorry. Stella, Stella, question, Sam, and may I say, professionally delivered. Yeah, people with this can have difficulty controlling their anger and may become inappropriately, intensely angry. And it might not be violently angry, it might be sarcasm, mm. bitterness, angry outbursts, often directed at the person they, and I'm using this word, they feel abandoned by. Mm. And then after an outburst, there's shame and there's guilt and that reinforces their feelings of being bad. Again, feel familiar? I could go on and on and on. And so I'm going to. <laughs> there is, oh, there is, <laughs> there is, there is a lot to this. <laughs> Uh, changes in mood, changes in actual internal values, not knowing what they are, self-sabotage, all the impulsivity that leads to destruction, self-destruction, dissociation, paranoia. <laughs> uh, I, you, I I've, got to, I've got to give you credit because actually what the script does put is <laughs> Io could foe on. There is so <laughs> Munich to this complex <laughs> disorder. Switches in M, Ood and values, self-sabotage, impulsivity, leading to self-destruction, dissociation, paranoia. It's a real beat. It's a real I beat. I was really that you I was looking yeah. at the script. He did really well. He did really well. Beast, beast, beast. I think we can all agree it's a real beat. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking hell. That's going to be another meme, isn't it's it? It's definitely. I'm, my I'm friends just going, that's a fucking t-shirt. I'm amazed you didn't say there is so there is so Munich to this complex disorder. <laughs> it was so hard to to even comprehend the syntax of what you'd written. I didn't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've got a snort. We had a, we had a snort. <laughs> yes. Good there's question, one last bit Sam. In blue. Oh, no, no you haven't finished the last there's bit. One last, there's one last Oh, sentence. shit. It's all right. We'll cut mm. that in post, don't worry. Yeah. No. Um, however, it's not usually all the time. The prevalence is 1.6% of the population in one year, not everybody all the time. Symptoms can lessen in most patients. Oh, what, as they get older? Yeah, they can, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. or, or just as life cycles. Yeah. So is, what causes this? Is it biological, like ADHD, or is it trauma, or life things? What? Yeah, or it's like James's little headaches. I think you know, <laughs> actually important. I can't, I do those little headache jokes, but it's so meaningful to me that James gets migraines and so horrendous. I, I don't think I can do them for four days. You, and yet not. you did. Uh, second, no, I did. Yeah, because James and I agree to. that I'll say it. You have to. I mean, Alex sent me a message after the third day saying, "Can you stop having headaches, please? Because I'm getting bored and I want to play." Which I thought was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Four, four days four days is my second longest it's like it yeah. was reaching reaching the longest i've had it was a bust it's awful anyway, for carry me on. oh, oh that's the poor thing of all. yeah and i got a bit bored yeah, exactly i don't know how you two cope i really don't i know i've got a free hammer so i'm all right <laughs> Ding. question sam obviously the current thinking is that stresses during early childhood may 
contribute to a BPD, child history of, and again, a klaxon, if you like those kinds of things, physical mm. abuse, sexual abuse, neglect, separation, a lot of those childhood trauma things, loss of a parent. This this is a, a common theme, not in everyone, but among more likely among patients with borderline personality disorder. On top of that, probably some form of genetic tendency to have sort of pathological or medical over responses to environmental life stresses. There's clearly a heritable component of this. First degree relatives of patients with BPD are five times more likely to have the disorder than the general population. Disturbances in the in the brain's functions, regulation of the brain, neurotransmitter systems of the brain may also con- contribute, but not all patients with BPD have that. Do the ADHD thing. Oh my God, he's so impatient, isn't he? Reported prevalence of borderline personality disorder, James, in the US, this was, varies. The estimated median prevalence, I like doing stats in a Brummie accent, because people think <laughs> Brummies are thick, and obviously it's just uh, 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 intolerance. The estimated median prevalence is 1.6%, but maybe as high as 5.9%. With ADHD, there are two things worth noting. You can have both, BPD Mm. and ADHD. And it is very difficult to tell the difference sometimes and often. They present so closely. Many people, cough, cough, women, cough, cough, get misdiagnosed. (laughs) Disentangling features of impulsivity in ADHD and borderline personality disorder show that impulsivity is a feature of both. Patients with both, though, have highest impulsivity ratings. Right. Um, Same with uh, emotional dysregulation. If you've got both, it's higher than either group alone. And while the misdiagnosis and difficulty in diagnosis makes it really hard to guess at these things, it is thought that, broadly speaking, probably about 14% of people with an ADHD diagnosis when they were kids later get a BPD diagnosis. And that's compared to between two and six percent in the gen pop. So this this feels very much like another. This looks like that. That looks like this. Fuck it. Here's a label. You know, carry on situation yeah. in psychiatry to me. We'll I be back in right. part two to talk more about this because I think for once that was well delivered, and this is interesting. See you in a bit. You can't. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Alex, hi. Hi. What's up? Hello, Governor. Welcome back to episode 124 of the ADHD Adults Podcast, where we're talking about ADHD and borderline personality disorder. James, do you have any personal reflections on this? I am. My first personal reflection is I'm fucking stunned how well you did that. I'm almost bored by it. 
I know. You get a bit excited, don't you, at the start of a section that Sam's introduced and thinking, what's she going to fuck up? But yeah, that was... how chaotic is this going to be? Annoying, I actually took my full dose of meds early this morning <laughs> and I'm really like calm and relaxed. Who knew? Just annoyingly, annoyingly um, professional. So my mm. personal reflections, so, so many people that I've spoken to, my little, do you know I do little talks, Dal? Yeah. Yeah, I do know, yeah, yeah, I'm aware of them. They're the ones that don't have impact, really. Yeah, no, no, impact, no, no impact at all. I have re- re- reduced the frequency while I've been um, mental. That's my word, not for other people, by the way. And um, while I've been in very low mental health. Um, but yeah, I do do these little talks. And so many people afterwards, when they come up um, to say what a cock you are and how much they love Sam, yeah. largely it's those two <laughs> things only. Um, they said they, they talk about oh I'm looking for a diagnosis. I have a diagnosis of borderline personality, or you know oh, I, gotcha. I've got AD, I've got ADHD, but now I've been told that it may be borderline personality instead, or I've got both. And when I used to answer the messages on social media, and thank God I handed that off because I, I would I'd be crying constantly if I hadn't. Again, so many people get in touch talking about the fact that borderline personality is part of their lives. So when you've got ADHD and when you listen back, if you could bear it to the psychoeducation bit, yeah, as you said, I, you know, it's, it's like this is this is one of the reasons that we struggle, because if you look at bipolar and borderline personality, particularly those two, and ironically, both with the same um, abbreviation often, mm-hmm. they just look, smell, feel like ADHD. Yeah. And people out there are have been and are going to be misdiagnosed and mm. because the treatment for both is different that it meant you know there is a medication there are medications available for adhd there's are largely therapies you know available for borderline personality getting misdiagnosed is fucking important that that's if you accept that that borderline personality and personalities in general are real that you can you know almost arbitrarily isolate out somebody's behaviors and say right well your your person type a your person type p your your person p your person type b your person type c um yeah it's crazy i there's there's i have a friend who i'm obviously not going to name and for a long time i would talk to them about what clearly to me was adhd and then it became apparent through a pattern of their behavior there were things they were doing which didn't feel like adhd and i looked up for the first time, this was I don't know, a year or so ago, borderline personality disorder, and just went, oh, wow, actually, that is a lot much more like how this person, I mean, a lot, like almost spot on, you could tick off everything yeah. you said in that list for this person. And that's when I started to realize that I, as somebody who would <clears throat> lay claim to knowing a bit about ADHD, had listened to them known them for a long time and thought yes this person probably has adhd but i and i'm not a psychiatrist alex i'm not even a real doctor or no. a real professor as we all or know. a real person no, i'm not no i'm a vampire a dracula sorry a colin robinson maybe i genuinely thought adhd and made that judgment and if if borderline personality exists if it is a real thing then as an untrained medical professional i in a very kind of pat diagnosis way thought oh this person's clearly adhd and yet they may not be so i kind of get it that psychiatrists can get it wrong if it's a real thing and i kind of get it that if you've got this as a diagnosis then people will use it as a diagnosis but is it just possible that that 
this this personality disorder is a, a branch of neurodivergence is a collection of symptoms as many psychiatric or neurodevelopmental disorders are and doesn't need to be its own class of things i'm i'm not sure i'm i'm really uncertain about this but having learned about it i feel like i can talk with more um confidence to the people that come up to me after those little talks sam um god so much it, it this sounds fucking awful and i just feel just genuinely so bad for anybody that's got and actually i have a friend that had this and i had no idea until and i tried to look it up previously but obviously words but when then i was like oh my god this this is just yeah that is all of them i you know and you you were saying there are similarities and there definitely are but this i don't although i think black and white um but that's probably my autism i don't need people and actually prefer being alone and actually so I don't mind being abandoned. And, and actually, if I'm in a crisis, I don't want to draw people towards me. I, I push them away. So I'm the opposite. And I can't imagine anything worse than having lots of people around me and, and needing kind of attention. I'm, I'm the opposite of that. But it just it must just be so awful. And I just feel really awful for somebody that, that has it and when can i when you were saying if this is a real thing james what did you mean by that so if if you go back through the various dsms and if you go, go back through psychiatric just take adhd you know a defect of moral control in children and hyperkinetic disorder for a long mm. time yeah. that was the understanding and the official medical diagnosis for adhd for many years if you go back as alex said to the idiot act some of the terminology yeah. which we no longer use were, right. were medical diagnoses and therefore as medicine changes and is always growing there are some things that are acceptable you know cardiovascular disease myocardial infarction these things are pretty much set in stone as being well understood but psychiatry is always this slightly fluid and labile field because most of it or a lot of it is subjective it's down to the reported experience of the individual and remember that doctors are largely, if you like, pattern recognition machines. They are looking for a set of signs and symptoms that fit a diagnosis so they can diagnose and treat and monitor. And therefore, because it's in the book and because psychiatrists follow the book and there's also the, the, is it the WHOI or whatever it's called, the, the alternative to the, the, the World Health Organization classification of disease. There's that alongside the DSM. These, the IC10 as well. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Sorry, IC10. These manuals of medicine and psychiatry tell practitioners what what diseases are what the signs and symptoms are and therefore how to diagnose so it's in there as a diagnosis so if a psychiatrist accepts that they can diagnose it but in the next dsm it might not be there or in the one after that it might not be their personality disorders might be amalgamated or replaced so for now it's a thing but in 50 years time it might not be yeah, and I guess that makes sense, and it's it's a good thing, isn't it, that it's constantly revised, and you've got yeah. to kind of, if if it can be treated a similar way, you've got to kind of look at those shared traits and and group people, haven't you, so that you can treat them, I guess. But the name is awful. It is awful. That's my. It's a what huge. What does that problem. mean? It's just. Bored yeah, telling you that. your personality's wrong isn't just yeah. not helpful, is it? You know, is this it is why. Yeah, sorry, carry this on. This is why I don't like, Sam, that we have ADHD 
as why I think it's a, a disorder, neurological disorder, not a personality. When people say, oh, that's just my personality. Well, well mine's shit. I don't want that to be my personality, thanks. I've got a personality. Yeah. It isn't ADHD. Oh, I've never seen it. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that's really good. Burn. You know, it, this isn't ancient history either. When I went to get my meds in Germany, I had to pay the NHS to change my diagnosis from hyperkinetic disorder to ADHD because wow. it doesn't, wow. that's what I was diagnosed with. Wow. I know. And and James James was diagnosed in 1846 under the <laughs> Can I give you, can I do, a, this isn't science, not science clacks on, but I do, it is a scientific opinion of mine. And it's, if you've got the genetic kindling of neurodivergence, ADHD, yeah. autism, ready to go, I think it probably can develop in one of those ways, dyslexia, dyscalculia, ADHD, just look of the draw probably or environmental factors we don't entirely know which is why they all overlap a bit i think then if you have someone like that who then faces neglect and trauma and toxins maybe yeah maybe it isn't you know and i think that to be fair the dsm also does state this that it's more more uh, it isn't a neurological disorder in the same way that adhd mm -hmm. is this is a personal reflection right that i don't like I don't want to say, but I'm going to, and I'm not sure it makes any sense. So if it doesn't, can you ask me to clarify? Because, mm -hmm. right, I, this, I feel Can you like clarify? This... <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm glad his migraine's gone. <laughs> I mean, headache, shit. Right, <laughs> I have most of this. And that's really horrible because I like the... I'd, I'd, I'd much rather be in Rory Bremner's camp with my ADHD where it's my mm. best friend. But the, the, I think the ADHD, the RSD, the emotional dysregulation has led in the past to me gaslighting women to, to being possessive with them and then getting fucking bored of that and not being possessive at all anymore and wandering off like a little piece of shit. But what I think, and I genuinely think scientifically, is that growing up, so I had all the kindling of ADHD in my genes, but growing up, I had love and compassion demonstrated mm. to me every day, all day by my brilliant family, still do mm. every day. And, and so I, for me, to feel like I can demonstrate compassion, even though I'm feeling these horrible things of RSD, my choice is to do compassion over, yeah. over narcissism and, 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 and pain and hurt because yeah. it feels correct because I was demonstrated that. And I think that if I hadn't been fucking hell, I'd be a yeah. fucking killer. Yeah. And, and, and I don't, I, it's, it's scary. I can see James laughing because it's the hammer, isn't more. it? Because I'm mean, yeah. yeah, free hammer <laughs> or inadvisably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My XXL looks promotions hammer. <laughs> No, but that's really good. That you you're right. It's it, it's absolutely no wonder if you if you've got a neurological disorder anyway, and then you've been abused or mistreated or haven't been shown love. It's no wonder you're going to want to draw people towards you to to kind yeah. of you know make you feel less alone and make you feel loved. It, that's exactly and and to and to um to not easily choose compassion and kindness. Mm. This is why I was I'm about always to say, slithering. What the, what the hell is on the end of those pencils? These are not pencils. They're slithering ones oh. that are also pens. Oh, my Jesus Christ. I, know, yeah. I don't know bike. what that means. It's a Harry Potter thing. Really, but I've, I've, I've been told it's the baddies in a film. Uh, I don't really. 
Also yeah. a book, Alex. I mean, you know, book, you know, books of films, books of films that are in word form. I know you, you, you get that. Oh my god, I watched an amazing film recently. What was it? Friday, Friday. Okay. Write it down. You'll forget. Um, are we done with personal reflections? You, yeah, that was, that yeah. Was very pa- that was powerful stuff, Alex. For once, screw you guys. It was. It was. Cop. Thank you. You, you got no time, time for a game, game though. Yeah, you're, oh, 14, you're 14, 14, 13 up after the, the gimme. It was a gimme. It was a gimme last week. So the, the game this week is about hoovering. It, a gimme means it was, I, it, I gave him, I really, it was an easy quiz. It was obvious which one it was. Gimme, gimme, gimme. I used to like that. Yeah, well, that's well done. Um, so this week's game is on hoovering, Alex. If you remember the story about, um, have we done the story about cherry juice? I can't remember if that was in. Fridays about having to clean up the cherry juice that salmon yeah. dripped. Yeah, you did talk yeah. about it. Yeah. So as part of that, I had to hoover before I washed the carpet, but obviously I got that wrong. So we have um one of those Dyson hoovers with a small cylinder, a very long snout. Dyson hoovers, the handheld one. Dyson yeah. vacuum, fuck off. Stick. The handheld, a Stick. handheld Dyson, yes, bastard. It's, yes. Um. And it, uh, Sam obviously bought the one that has a million heads and attachments and it charges on the wall. Yes, Ding. exactly. And I obviously got it wrong. So you've got three options. Option one, um, did I not connect it to the charger and therefore it wasn't charged? And then I had to wait to charge it, which is about 20 to 30 minutes. Okay. Was it option B? I had the wrong head on it. Ding. Because there's so many fucking heads, getting the right one for carpet is not as easy as you think. Or option two, did I not notice that the bottom of the cylinder was open and therefore it was just dropping material onto the floor? It had sucked up ding. There's a lot of good dings in that one, isn't there? Mm. I don't like Dyson Brexit knobs. No, I know, I know, I know he's he's a cunt. I don't. <laughs> oh man! I like your t-shirts. So it's cool. an opinion. It's an opinion. It can't be classed as um, libel or slander. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and 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 coincidentally, it's true. It's, yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's also factually correct. I don't know. I have no idea who this person is. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't fun. think you didn't charge it because you never charge anything. Sam has to do it for mm. you, you lazy, lazy sod. <laughs> I don't think it was the wrong head because there's no way you'd even put the right head on anything. So you left the bottom out and it all fell out. I would have gone for that one. How the fuck did you get that? Oh, Honestly, I, thought you, I thought you were going to go with the wrong head. I thought I'd sold that. That's 1530. Yeah, yeah, you, t- you laboured that point James, too much. Too yeah, sold. yeah. I wrote yes, yes, yeah. yes, and then when you carried on, I'm like, he's trying to persuade yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. That's, so there's yeah, too much, too much acting. Yeah. <laughs> right, we'll be back in part three for Gabby Logan and her trumpet of spunk. Fifteen thirteen, sod off. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or Zepbound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
trumpet. Welcome back to episode 124 of the ADHD Adults Podcast. We're talking about borderline personality disorder. Shit term, get in the bin. Part three, as always, is <laughs> top tips. Can we do that on medically diagnosed disorders? I don't know. Right, no. we're Gabby Logan in. James, tip tops, top tippings. I, I was when I couldn't sleep last night. I watched um, a documentary on the Lionesses winning Europe, which I hadn't really watched because I disengaged from sport. And it was fucking brilliant. And Gabby was on there. And obviously, as we do imagine things, there was part of me that just desperately wanted her to say. And then when we won, I spunk trumpeted everywhere, which would have been <laughs> the best, the best finish she's, to that tournament. She's genuinely uh, far better than we are. Ever. Like, and of course, she is. I mean, anybody. Well, that's, why, that's why she was yeah. your goal. Yeah, I, I mean, mean a mandrill with rabies. A mandrill with rabies is better at this than we are, Alex. We are mm, yeah. we're like real we're bottom of the pile. Anyway, top tips: mental health or psychiatric disorder, whatever it is, it's not your fault that, that you feel the way you feel or are the way you are. You didn't choose to have these feelings. You didn't choose to be like this. And although Alex is, and probably will talk about the. Um, misogyny that's involved in this particularly now I want to say for men it's okay to seek help it is not weak to seek help if you recognize these behaviors in yourself and as we do tend to ignore them or just as you might do with BPD is assume that it's you know it's other people's fault for example because of abandonment but if you think for a second that this is you Alex has got his slithering wand in front of the fucking camera. Ding. Then, 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 then seek. It's it's okay to seek help. Men, I've said this before. There's a, there's a. It's. I mean, I'm talking about men committing suicide, and Alex and Sam are laughing like a couple of giggling little. That was a good one, though, idiots. Alex. <laughs> it was a very good one. I've said this a couple of times recently. I've said this a couple of times. Fuck's Jane. sake. I mean, literally, when I'm talking about men committing suicide, you couple of bastards. So sorry, sorry. I've said a couple you. of times that I viscerally understand, as now a 48 year old man, why it is that 45 to 49 year old men are the highest risk group yeah. for for um, um, for for uh, suicide, um, and and therefore men who don't speak out about these things because their mates will take the piss because they think that they've got to be strong and it's weak we've got men we've got to look after other men if you know your mates are struggling put your fucking arm around them don't take the piss if a mate comes out to you to tell you they've got erectile dysfunction or depression or anything like that don't text your other mates saying oh i've just heard which i have done in the past by the way, which is awful, but I was in my twenties. Yeah. Don't text your mates to say, "Oh, you know, this is this is what such and such said." It, it's so important that we support each other because we just we don't, and that's why that suicide rate is so high. If you suspect you've got borderline borderline personality disorder, as well as or instead of ADHD, then and speak to your doctor. Have have that conversation. It's probably. I don't know this for a fact, but I, I would imagine it's probably quicker to be assessed for borderline personality than it is ADHD, given the current um, uh, state of the NHS when it comes to ADHD assessments, if it's significantly impacting your life and the kind of self-destructive slash self-harm elements of it. 
Um, and there is evidence that, that there is help. There's evidence. I, I find this odd because I don't know enough about it, but there is evidence that dialectical behavioral therapy or DBT is effective in treating some of the facets of borderline personality yeah. disorder. So it's, it's not one of those. Well. It's interestingly, a friend of ours said he thinks it's bollocks. Um, but we'll talk about that offline yeah. because there is there is some evidence that it works for some things. But there's, ev there, there's evidence that there, there are effective treatments. If you suspect this is something that you have, then male, fem female, whatever you identify as, whoever you are, seek help. Sam? Yeah, I think all of that is good. I've said before that women are really can be really good at supporting each other and, and, and men not so much and kind of you're just expected to not share how you're feeling and just get on with it and hide it which is really really unhelpful and also I think I think the name of this because it's so badly named might stop you from telling people about it mm, and sharing that you have it and yeah. you know and make you feel ashamed when like James says you shouldn't be ashamed this isn't something you've got control over you can't control the way that your brain has developed and what has happened to you in the past and and if you feel safe doing so, then just like we say with ADHD, if you can share with people how this affects you so that they can better understand you and help you, then, you know, it it might help and at least might help you feel less alone if people understand. Because I had no idea, to be honest, and I feel bad that I haven't been more of a support to people around me that have got this. And yeah i think it helps having that bit of knowledge doesn't it to to understand what because i think some of these things can be kind of if you're a friend or a relative of somebody that's got this you can think that maybe people are doing this on purpose and not understand that they have no control over this that, that this is something that you know it, it, it's something that's going on inside their brain that they've got no control over it's not something that they are choosing to do and i think that would really help people around you to know what about you, Alex? Uh, so two, two things. The second one's a little bit, con uh, they're both controversial. The first one is um, if you've only got a BPD diagnosis and you don't know what to do with it, get a different psychiatrist. It, you know, I, I'm serious about this. It's it, fuck BPD. It's a personality disorder. You have a personality. It's nobody else's disorder. It's just your personality. That It's, it's, not, a, it's not appropriate. I, I, don't, I don't think, I think, that it's probably a manifestation of some form of environmental neglect on top of a genetic tendency to have a mental health issue. That's what I think it is. What? What? I, then this is the controversial bit because this is aimed at. <laughs> this is a tip for people with BPD or similar. If you are affecting people negatively, I coach a lot of people, and I also have elements of this mm. behavioural. Output. I'm a psychopath is what I'm saying. Right. Don't take this the wrong way. Don't please don't be offended. People that seek help. First of all, the first thing is to seek help. So whether it's CBT or whatever it is, you go to get help. The second problem, <laughs> the second problem is what you're seeking help for. If you're getting help to change how other people treat you, you haven't identified the problem. Because you can't change other people. Loads of people come to me for coaching and how to get people to treat them better. Oh. Of influence. And to change other people and to <laughs> to get and to figure out how to get them to do what they want. And not, you know, how do I make them understand that they behave badly? That's a co really common thing I hear. Wow. How do I make them change? Mm. 
and that, and and that kind of it takes me i would say two hours sometimes to get people to go oh, god fuck, you're a shit you coach then. <laughs> 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 no i'm not no. i'm not coaching this is at the bus stop so. <laughs> 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 they haven't even asked <laughs> if i didn't have all those bungee cords they'd run away <laughs> that's really yeah, interesting yeah, actually yeah. You can change people, but never how you want to change them. Yeah. And it's usually not what you want. If you I think, think you can change how you react to people. I would, I, would, I, would, I would argue that you can't change people. You can influence people to change. Yeah, the, yeah what I mean is you, you, people yeah. will change in response to you. The only yeah, way yeah. you can't have an effect on a human is by leaving the room entirely and you still have some of that. Yeah. What I mean is I get people thinking, well, if they just understood that they'd been rude and I will, yeah, you know, those yeah. heroic thoughts you have in your head of I'll say this and they'll go, you are correct. And they'll carry me out the room on their shoulders. And actually they go, fuck you. Fucking come in here, give me advice without asking. Fuck off. Or they just like laugh and go, yeah, yeah, right. And when you leave, they talk about you. The reality is how you react to things is the only thing and how they feel about you positively is the only thing you can choose to do and if it doesn't come naturally because of neglect because you haven't been shown that it's 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 that you you haven't had that life schooling in those skills mm. those compassion skills and that's what you need to develop that's a bit of directive advice which you don't normally do so apologies I think that was really good. And I think on that note, we'll wrap up. So that was episode 124 of the ADHD Adults podcast, where we talked about ADHD and borderline personality disorder. <clears throat> if by a miracle you enjoyed this episode, why not support the charity ADHD Adult UK that we raise money for? Or Alex will have to carry on pretending to be one of those massive round radars you used to see on hills. There used to be one actually on Clear Hill where Robert from Kidderminster was born. <laughs> To scare off foreign invaders, and special thanks goes out to one of my coaching clients for that one. Uh, but worth pointing out, they're round rather than spherical, which, if we're honest, is cheating. Fuck off, Alex. <laughs> the key is I'm now crowdsourcing insults for you from people who are ADHD clients. Could be spherical, a, that's all I'm saying. A good, a, a good use of their time. As usual, get in touch on Discord, Discord um, threads if you want now. We'll be setting up at some point. Um, I wouldn't bother with Twitter. It's going to die. And all the other <laughs> platforms. See you soon. Bye. Bye, all.